Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, as we broadcast live with the Miami Dolphins celebrating as they have now entered the uh, the the postseason for the first time in eight years they will be uh, a wild card team in the uh, 2016 NFL playoffs. So the uh, Adam Gase era has officially began with a uh, a rebirth in the playoffs. And needless to say, it's uh, it's it's a good time in Miami Dolphin land as um, Dolphin fans have finally uh, gotten a taste of what it means to be relevant, shall I say, in the NFL and. Uh, there have been so many bumps along the way um, that, you know, this is just such a refreshing uh, epitaph to what has gone on in, in, in the last decade. And uh, Miami Dolphins have uh, just uh, ignited um, a fan base and, and a very likable uh, electric kind of team um, with uh, different kinds of personalities, and they continue to play uh, very well as they go up to Buffalo and uh, defeat the Buffalo Bills 34-31 in, in, in a very strange game, and we'll get into all of that as, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was just one of those games that just kept going back and forth, could have went either way, and then um, just some strange things took place. But uh, J.H.I. again, uh, another 200-yard uh, rushing performance on the Buffalo Bills, his third of the year. Um, I still think that they uh, did the Pro Bowl voting too soon. Um, I don't know why they don't wait till the end of the year because it's basically two or maybe even three games that are not even taken into consideration uh, in in doing it that way. And, and I think this guy um, should have been uh, in the Pro Bowl this year. Um, uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we'll take you up to the Monday night football game tonight, which is the uh, Dallas Cowboys finishing, uh, well, playing the, the Lions. I guess they have one more game after this, but uh, what has been, uh, you know, a very good season for them. So uh, the NFL, uh, the NFC playoff uh, scenario is still a little up for grabs. And, and the Miami Dolphins uh, this, uh, playoff scenario is still a little bit up for grabs as well, as they now will host the um, New England Patriots in the final game of the year. Uh, they have the sixth seed right now. Um, they do have the potential and possibility to move up to the fifth seed, which may not sound like a big deal, but as we go over the uh, uh, the matchups and the playoff ramifications of it, it could actually be a huge deal. And it was also a strange game last night uh, as all the Dolphin fans were glued to the set as the Kansas City Chiefs took on the Denver Broncos. And, of course, the Miami Dolphins needed the Denver Broncos to lose. Uh, in order to to gain that playoff spot, and 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 they did, uh, but it was uh, it was a strange game, and it was um, you know some 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 weird stuff uh, had uh, you know gone on right down to the the last play, basically a minute left where Andy Reid pulls out a trick play with a refrigerator Perry type uh, uh, lineman coming in to play fullback, and he winds up passing uh, for a touchdown, and then, uh, you know, of course that game was out of reach already, but that solidified it, and then, you know, the Miami Dolphins, uh, you know, get the playoff spot there that they needed. And so Kansas City now will go out to uh, play 
uh, San Diego, I believe, and then the Broncos will take on the Raiders. And uh, those are the two games to look for. And then there was also the Pittsburgh Steeler game, which uh, was a very strange game. And one of the best plays I've seen by a wide receiver in a long time, Antonio Brown, with, was probably the last play of the game because I think the clock would have run out. Um, making a grab, and then somehow with three Ravens on him, staying up long enough to stretch the ball out over the uh, plane of the goal line for the game-winning score. And uh, as it looks right now, the Miami Dolphins would be heading to Pittsburgh for that wild-card game. But like I said, there are some different scenarios that could change this. So without further ado, let me bro- uh, welcome in uh, – Rich fans into the program, and and Rich, uh, you know, there's a lot of different playoff scenarios. But first things first, I know you had pointed out that you as well, you thought that the Pro Bowl voting was a little bit, you know, premature. Um, I, I know that it, you know, basically, uh, Demarco Murray, I think, is the guy that got the nod over him on Tennessee because if you if you look at the other running backs. You know who who have have made it. Um, you know I think that's the guy that you can maybe make an argument that JHI should be over. And of course, there's injuries and things. Dude, changed, they but... shouldn't vote until the end of the season. There's plenty of time to do this after next week. You know, so what's the rush here? I don't I mean, know. I, I really you, don't know. You pro- you promoting this dopey game? I mean, the best is no one. Everybody's going to bail out. He'll probably end up there because yeah, no one's going to go to Orlando. You know, I mean, the cachet was the, the, you know, the only thing they had, the carrot, was that you get a trip to Hawaii with your family, right? Right. And they so that carrot's like, gone now. Oh, you get to go to Disney? <laughs> it's ridiculous. That was always the perk, like you said, and now they've taken that out of the mix, and, and then it was in Miami. Uh, well, what, you know, first of all, the, the fact that it's the week before the Super Bowl is ridiculous in itself, too, because then the two best teams that are in the Super Bowl don't participate. Yeah. So you're taking the two best teams of that year, and so that's probably usually like 10 guys, usually, right? It's yeah, up to 10 guys. So you're taking like 10 guys off the roster that should be there. Yeah, and and they started implementing that like I guess about five years ago. Yeah, I wonder what the deal is. Like if you're in that if you're in that thing, right? If you get you get picked and then you're in the Super Bowl, do you still get a share? No, I don't there's winners and losers share of that. How did the, how did the players association agree to that one? Because you have to participate in it, and uh, I, I don't think you do get a share of it just for voting in. But I'm not positive on that. I mean, it's possible if you actually go there. But I think I'm guessing that they. Would you know what I'm saying? If you're not allowed to go because you're in the Super Bowl, that's a little ridiculous. I understand well, if you bail out, you don't deserve it. Well, but I'm guessing what they would say is that you know you're getting your share of the playoffs in the Super Bowl, and that's your share. You know that you're you're not getting for the thing. I mean, I, that's what I'm assuming that they would say. Yeah. You know how the NFL is, but yeah, I don't really know the answer to that concretely. But I would think that no, you're not getting a share if you don't play in that game. You know the NFL. <laughs> that's I'm unbelievable that, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. insane. No, it, it is, and uh, you know I I think that he. Well, you know the other thing too is you know how ridiculous it is too. I mean, look, we have guys that got in there on the second and third and the fifth alternate, right? But yeah. like when you when you hear like oh Tyrod Taylor was a Pro Bowler last year, yeah, seven yeah. guys said no first. Yeah, so that, so that goes on your resume that you're a Pro Bowler because seven guys said no. That's the most ridiculous nonsense in the world. I mean, if you don't get voted on the first time, I don't care. There shouldn't be one alternate that gets. You know, okay, you're in the game, but it shouldn't be the same honor. You know? Yeah. It's a different kind of honor, I agree, but they don't look at it as such. What's, what is really crazy is that Ryan Tannehill, with all these guys that have backed out and went in in the five years he's been playing football. Yeah, he didn't get asked last year. He had a much better year Not than Tyrod much. Taylor last year. Not you know what I'm saying? Last year, ever. that was a perfect example. He had a better year than Tyrod Taylor, and he wasn't even asked. No, no, and, and that is a little bit ridiculous, uh, you know, that he hasn't. Um, so, you know, getting to the big news now, the Miami Dolphins uh, clinch a playoff spot. And, and you know, it, it's just really nice that this team now is, is beginning to at least get noticed. And, you know, it, you're one of, you know, you're, you're uh, one of the six best teams out of out of 16, you know. And that, that's, that's nice. I mean, it really is considering. Well, it's been such a drought, man. It's right? like, you know, I, I mean, I started really hating the NFL postseason. You know, oh, yeah. it's just like something we weren't invited to, and you see the same teams there all the time. You know, it was oh, getting, it was getting played out. 
Oh, I'm with you, brother. Yeah. I mean, I was in the same I mean, you know, the worst day of the year to me is the Super Bowl. I can't stand it. Like, yeah. you root oh, for both teams to lose. I mean, it's just very annoying. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and it's been like that for a long time. I mean, it's yep. been like that, you know, since, the, you know, the tail end of Marino's career, even before the tail end of it. Uh, but it's gotten worse and worse and worse. And then, like you said, uh, it's like a dance that you're not invited to. And this is going on for, yeah. you know, close to a decade and a half. I know you had the 2008 appearance in there. Um, and, you know, that was the last time you did, and even before that, there was a good season. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was a great thing. You know, look, we won 11 games that year. We, you know, we knocked the Jets out the last game of the season. It was a great year. But then we were the first playoff game on Saturday morning, right? And then to get blown out and the, gone, it was like we had five days to enjoy it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it didn't last long, and I think what was the most upsetting about that is they weren't able to build on that at all. Not only didn't they make the playoffs the next year, but they just progressively went downhill, um, and and then you know, and then were absent from it, and then became, you know, then and then it was the uh, you know the uh, basically the the new era of you know the Dolphins being lousy, you know, and that carried through yeah. for a long, long time, and then. On top of that, when you have one team in your division that dominates for 15 years, it makes it that much, I think, well, harder. We, we've we've been getting the roar under the stick because they had to add an extra division. You know, yeah. I'm not saying we were always competitive where we got screwed out of playoff spots, but it definitely hurt a few years. You know. You, know, you, you can't. This extra division is a joke because you're getting a team in the playoffs this year, like the Texans. You know, who, you know who have nine wins and they're in already. You know they have it locked up. Yeah. And you know you have one week division. I mean, you, basically you should you should dissolve one division and have an extra wild card team. Yeah. Well, when, when they went to this new format, I didn't like it as well. I really enjoyed the format where the two wild card teams played each other. Basically, you know. Um, I, I really like that, you know, and okay, so if you were the worst division team, you're going to play on that day as well, you know, but I really like that. How you had this yeah, you only had one division team playing on, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. You had an extra I, I really team. like that. I yeah. don't like this new yeah. way that it's set up where you no, have No, I can't to, stand it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, like it. And, it, you know, it, it hurts It hurts teams that have a dominant, you know, team in that division, basically. That's oh, what it hurts. For sure. For sure. There's no doubt about it. Now, listen, I understand, you know, the Dolphins are uh, – first off, let me say, this is a very exciting team this year. It, it really is. It's a very exciting team. There's there's players on there that, you know, I'm starting to take a liking to that we haven't had in a long, long time. There's personalities on this team. I think there's becoming bona fide stars in the league. You know, you always had Cameron Wake and then and Dominican Sue. Those are guys who are bona fide stars in the NFL, unarguable. But now you have Jay Ajayi, who's really taking precedent and starting to – I mean, this guy is, is, a, is a talent. There's no doubt about it. And the, and the receiving crew – Very solid, team, very solid at receiving, yep. Right? Very solid. And, you know, even as much as we get on Landry, you know, he's an exciting ball player. Stills has had a fantastic year. Um, you know, Parker is just starting to come on and, and show things. Um, you know, the one offset on this and the one downside is, of course, Ryan Tannehill. You finally get to a playoffs and it doesn't look like, you know, you're going to see him. And that's a little bit upsetting that, you know, that he got injured when he did and that he, he may be missing out on all this. You know, from the other perspective, we always knew we had one of the best, if not the best backup in the league. And Matt Moore has certainly shown that, right? I mean, he's basically, yeah. you know, one He's definitely worth all the money we, we spent on him the last yeah. five years. There's no question. Yeah. You know, and he's so, paying uh, dividends you know, right now. Oh, we, if we had a lousy backup, we'd be gone right now. Yeah, for sure. And if you think about how it kind of all went, um, it's a little bit unusual because now we're, we're we're in the playoffs, okay? But it could go either way. Now, you know, you could be going to Pittsburgh, and we all know going to Pittsburgh in the playoffs is going to be a very different situation. And I'm not expecting much in the playoffs. I don't know, you know, we're, I'm, just, I'm just happy to be there, like I said, and be relevant. And I hope that they build on this, and I see some the makings of a team that I haven't seen in a long, long time. So there's a lot of promising things there. But there is a scenario that really it's not as slim as you think. It's probably not going to happen, but it is out there. And what it basically is is that if the Miami Dolphins can beat the Patriots in, the, in what is almost a meaningless game, certainly meaningless 
you know, in one respect, we're Patriots. And, and, and if they can beat the Patriots in the last week of the season at home, which they've done before, and the Kansas City Chiefs now lose to the San Diego Chargers, which is not out of the realm because it's a division game. I know they just lost to the Browns and all that stuff. Phillip Rivers, you know, it's Phillip Rivers, so you never know what you're going to get from them. And they, I can certainly see them winning. I think it might even be in San Diego. So I can certainly see the Chargers winning. If that happens, that would mean that you go and play the Texans for the wild card game. And if you won that game, you would be going to a David Carless Raider team for the division. So it, 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 you know, it, it's kind of bizarre. It really is. Yeah. But, yeah. Did you see the lineup of the AFC quarterbacks? In the better in the playoffs? You have, right? You have Brady and Roethlisberger yeah. and Matt Moore and the McGlo- McGloin, Tom right. Savage. I mean, it's, it's the, and uh, Alex Smith. I mean, it's the weakest divisional quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life, you know, yeah. in, in the playoffs, you know? A lot of that has to do with injuries. injuries oh, I know. Of course, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. but yeah, it is very strange, you know. There's... Well, there's one benching and two injuries. Yeah. So, yeah, well, it's, it's strange. It really is. You know, unfortunately, you know, probably won't affect us. But, oh, you know, I know. Yeah, we gotta play. We got to play the two Hall of Famers back-to-back. Well, you know? yeah, yeah, yep. I mean, that's just the way it is. And I was starting to think, like, there was, you know, a, a, we were right on the door, but we just couldn't get in. And that was getting me a little uptight because, of course, you know, Denver then going to Oakland the final week of the season without Carr, you know, and we had to. Oh, that would have been that would have been brutal. If we had to rely on that, that would have been brutal. It really would have. Yeah, yeah it really would have. And so that's where I was thinking, you know. And so I was really uh, relieved and very happy. Um, oh, it really would have. I, I had some bad feelings. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, very glad that it just was able to. You know, end like it did. You know, so we'll 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 take it as that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was you know, it, it was a good night. You know, I mean, you you know, it was something that we haven't had in a long time. All right, so uh, we'll take our quick break and then uh, we'll be back to talk about the Buffalo game, which uh, you know certainly uh, was exciting on on many different uh, levels. Right back after this. Second and nine, and throwing sideline, and he has. Irving Squire on the catch. San Marino has now thrown to more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello.
Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we broadcast live. Take you up to the Monday night football game tonight, the Detroit Lions versus the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, of course, the big news in Dolphin land, the Miami Dolphins beat the Buffalo Bills 34-31, earned themselves a playoff spot in the 2016 postseason. And uh, as I was saying earlier, a very strange game up in Buffalo, a game that I knew was going to be a, a tough game. I mean, it always is up there. Uh, if you listened last week, you heard uh, me and Rich kind of bickering back and forth about it. But um, I knew it was going to be a difficult game up there. But this, this was a strange one, right? There was a, a lot of weird stuff went on in this game. You know, we, we gave up two 14-point leads. I mean, we had opportunities to put this game away early, and, and yeah, we didn't we take that opportunity. And we, we gave up, I mean, what did we give up, almost 600 yards of offense yesterday? I mean, it was yeah, pretty brutal. Defense has shown so many holes, but then they've shown that they, yeah. when they need to step up, they do and make that big play. But you got to worry in a big game situation with a really good team. That's obviously. Well, you know what? I'm still help. worried. I'm still worried about the middle of the field. You know that that gap between the the linebackers and the secondary is brutal. You know. No, it is, and it, it seems like, but it's not really in the middle. It seems like it's happening more so. Uh, you know, on the uh, the corners, the corners seem like they're giving up on their guys and oh, letting them go. I mean, that stuff. flea flicker yesterday, that yeah. how those that guy was so wide open waiting for the ball, and there was four guys around them. It was ridiculous. Yeah, no, that really was. That it was, was like they were playing crazy. monkey in the middle. I mean, they were they had them surrounded, but they, they had a ten yard gap around them. You know. Something big took place in this game, though, and it's something that cannot be overlooked because it's something that you don't get too often. And what that is is Andrew Franks misses a chip shot that basically <laughs> would have put the game away. And then he comes in with no time left to kick a 55-yard kick. Now, granted, this is the kid that you said can't hit anything over 46, so he had no confidence in. Comes in and hits a 55-yarder to tie the game with no time left on the clock. And then win the game in overtime. Let's go into that, too. I mean, Damian yeah. Williams almost blew that by not getting out of bounds. I mean, he's really got to learn the clock in his head, man. Yeah. I mean, he's fighting. He's happened. fighting for, you know, two extra yards. And he could have got out of bounds six times. Yeah. Like, what are you he's doing? fighting for that first down. But no, no yeah. perception that that clock would have run out there and, and yep. could have been over. But stay on Franks for a second, Rich, because there's not many kickers who can kick a 55-yarder now no. in that kind of situation. I mean, this is this legit as as a as an NFL kicker. But this you know, you know, the feels he did this. So this is a major, major thing. You may actually have yeah, maybe a Maybe now. he turns the corner now, you know. Maybe he would trust him well, a little bit more. Well, the thing was, he wasn't exactly awful. He just didn't have a lot of opportunities. And then when he finally got one, he didn't hit it. And so we got yeah. down on him. But now he obviously has that kind of leg. I mean, if he's kicking a 55-yarder in those conditions, you know, I'm not saying he had much room after that, but that's a big kick. Now, obviously, there was no time to do anything. They had a run on the field. I think that helped the situation. Because um, there's no time to think, basically. But it was a heck of a kick that he <laughs> I read right through that. He was waiting to see if it was a bad snap. And then he was waiting to see if he could get a glimpse of maybe him shaking the ball. And then when he sees it was up there, then he starts calling timeout. Oh, he's a jackass. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and you know. a split screen on there aggravates me, too. Because it's not when you do it. It's when you're great. It's when it's acknowledged. Exactly. Yeah. But he still called it too late. That ball was snapped already when he started it calling was. it. But even if he had it earlier, there's no guarantee you get that until a referee acknowledges it. And you brought no, exactly. up a baseball scenario. How many times do you yep. see a batter call timeout and it's not acknowledged and then a pitch comes and it's a strike? No, absolutely. There's no question about it. You step out and you you think you call timeout and the umpire calls a strike on you. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yep. yep. Now I've 
always hated this timeout thing. I've hated it, and I've oh, it's, for it's ridiculous. Years. I can't stand this. And I and love I when it comes back and bites guys in the ass. I love that part of it. So I, so I. But Shanahan started this thing like four yep. years ago, and it is just so out of control. You got to do something about it. You got to make some kind of a rule where you have to call the timeout within a certain period of time, or that you're not going to be able to. I mean, yeah, I think once I think once they're lined up to kick, it's over. Like you know, you can't call a timeout. If, if once they're lined up and the kicker's set, it should be it. You know. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I, I can't stand it. I really. Can't. It takes drama out of the game. You're always looking for flags, waiting for another. No, I know. Bounce. It's terrible. I agree. I agree with you. It was really nice to see Rex Ryan. You know. Basically, get screwed on that. I, I agree with that. That was, that was just that was the first part of the screwing. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you know how great of a coach I think Rex Ryan is, right? So on the big J Ajayi running overtime, the genius of Rex showed up again, and I guess his brother Rob could be a blame for this too. So you know, two twins with no brain is better than one twin with no brain, I guess, right? They had ten men on the field for the J Ajayi run. They had a they had a quarterback and concussion uh, protocol, and uh, neither one of the uh, tubbies could figure out that you had ten guys on the field. No substitution for the guy in concussion protocol. Now that's a, that's that's coaching. <laughs> the big Ajayi run with ten men on the field. Yep. Yeah, I mean it was it was a kind of game, you know. Getting bad feeling that's what was going on. And overtime, when the defense was playing, was really getting concerned. And then when you have Carpenter missing that uh, that shot, you know that field goal, um, yeah, you knew you had one more opportunity, basically, right? You weren't yeah. going to get the ball again. And so when, you, know, you uh, think about it, when we kicked the winning field goal, there was like 48 seconds left in overtime. Yeah, yeah. So that was it. I mean, you know, they they ran yeah. that nice, and and they were going to get that, and then to have that kind of drive was 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 nice. And and you know, and the, the ruckus as well on the sidelines, you know, it, 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 that was crazy too with Darren Richardson. <laughs> so unbelievable, right? <laughs> and saying he got head butted and oh. Uh, you know, it's just bad luck. Two teams that really don't like each other. I was just talking about Charles Clay and how I didn't think he was the type of player that you really can change a franchise to make a free agent like that. But he had a heck of a game. I mean, he, he, oh, he's a good he's a good ball player. There's no question. Yeah, he is. You know? He is. He's, he's, he's he better. wasn't worth the money he got paid, and no. we couldn't have kept him. But you know, you know, he's a good ball player. Yeah, he is, and he had a great day. Boy, did he have a good day, huh? What did uh What did the Sammy Rockets had like 170 yards too, right? Defense played terrible. Yeah, let me give you yeah. the exact stats. Um, yeah, I'll give you those exact stats on everybody. Uh, the, um, well, they gave up. I'm telling you, they gave up like 660 yards of offense, and yeah. it's crazy. The Buffalo Bills had seven receptions for 154 yards at a touch, and that includes a uh, yarder. Besides him, is non-existent. It's terrible. 
Our, our, our starters that are hurt are awful. And, you know, I mean, when Pacinger is your best thing. linebacker, you're in a lot of trouble. It's not even an injury thing, right? Because even the starters were dreadful. Well, I hated Kiyomisi, and I don't like Jal- yeah. Jalali Jenkins. I'm saying our starters yeah. that are hurt, it's just the next line is off. I mean, like I said, Pacinger is your best linebacker. Yeah, you know? I know. So, you, you know, you definitely have to get some help in that linebacking crew in the offseason, for sure. I mean, you, you, you have to. Well, you need a middle linebacker that can take charge and can go sideline to sideline, you know. You really need somebody, you know. You know, you know, like Zach. <laughs> oh, you need you need yeah. one of those guys that, that like has that motor. You know. Listen, that's very hard to find. Most well, I wanted that. Was that. guy remember that guy from UCLA that wanted us to draft? <laughs> yeah, where's he? I forget where the hell he went. I don't know if he's doing anything, but I'm, that's the kind of player that I want. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Kiko Alonso was a star player when he first got to Buffalo, and then he got hurt, right? And then he went to Philly. He's, he's, he's not the he's not the answer I'm looking for. Oh, I don't, I don't think he's as bad as you think he is, though, and he's made some big plays this year. But it depends. You don't have to necessarily. Have, first of all, that middle linebacker you want comes along every decade, maybe maybe two. No, no, I got you. I you understand. Fine. Most teams. No, we need, but the problem is we need we really need three linebackers. That's the problem. So if Kiko has to stay and we upgrade the two outsides, I can live with it. If that's what you're asking me, okay? Yes, that's what I'm trying to understand. You know that he's not the middle linebacker Either, and you know, you know what the sick part is like. We really don't know what the story is. 
No, we have no idea. I don't know whether he knows. I don't know. All, all we say something. is hip, hip, hip. But what's the problem with the hip? We never yeah. hear that, you know? I don't know if they're hiding it or what they're doing, but um, I agree with you. I mean, I, I, there's something there, and I don't really like it. So I would, I would kind of look to another direction as far as that's concerned. Um, and yeah. you know, but I would offensive line. I would still try to strengthen that even more now, and uh, you know, build on that. I like a lot of the things I see on offense for sure. Well, and, we don't have to really draft a skill position on offense. We really don't need any more receivers. You don't need another running back, and you certainly don't need you know you don't need a quarterback. So, yeah. you know, that frees up your problems right there. You build on the offensive line and, and look again, they need secondary help and they, and they need, you know, they need linebacking help. Yes. Most of the, uh, the areas of but the defensive line seems to be okay. I mean, yeah, you'd love another pass rusher, but you know, you don't waste the high pick on that, you know? Right. Yeah. And it'd be, I'm very interested to see what they do free agency wise. If they uh, pick up any free agents and what position those guys are. You yeah, know. like who's out there, you know? Yeah. Let's see, you have to look at that. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, you know, maybe like a guy like Bowman, you know? Uh, yeah, Navarro Bowman right. or something like that on San Francisco, a middle linebacker yeah, right. like that. Or, yeah, try to I'm get just some throwing somebody out there. But, you star know, linebacker out yeah. there. Yeah, no, I understand, yeah. yeah. And you, you would yeah. figure, like, a team like Frisco is looking to get rid of them, yes. you know? Yes, So it could be interesting to see how that shakes uh, out in the offseason. Well, yeah, but – Yesterday, you get the two worst teams in the league winning, right? How, how yeah. weird is that? The second to the last yeah, game in the season. Yeah, it's a strange league, right? you know? It really is. It's a strange league. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come on back to wrap it up right back at this. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani, former linebacker with the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Papa was a copper and a mama was a hippie. In Alabama, she was swing a hammer. Right, you gotta pay when you break the panorama. She never knew that there was anything more than gold. What in the world does your confidence say, Miss Paul? Black bandana, sweet Louisiana. Robbing on a bank in the state of Indiana. She's a runner, rebel, and a stunner. On them everywhere, saying, baby, what you gonna? Looking down the Legend Show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zandt, broadcasting live as we take it to the Monday night game, uh, Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions. There's some NFC playoff connotations there. Um, like basically, for that last spot, and the Lions are one of the teams. And, of course, the Miami Dolphins here will now host the New England Patriots. Rich, there was a big thing today. Uh, Belichick kind of snapped at the reporters that were asking him about resting the Patriots starters. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, he's completely against it, said he never has done it, never does it, and that uh, the numbers just don't add up to rest starters, and so don't ask him about that. What's your feeling on it? Well, look, when you have an old quarterback like he does, and basically you're not going to win without him as far as a championship goes. I think you're out of your mind playing him against a team like ours, like when you have nothing to play for, because, you know, we can sack the hell out of him, you know? 
So. Now, technically, he does have something to play for, though, because he needs that number one seed. They don't have that yet. Oh, that don't, that's not locked up yet? No, I could. That's how you could play the Raiders, because if you beat them, oh, okay. if you right. beat them and, uh, and the um, basically the uh, – you beat them, I guess the Broncos – have to lose or something, you know, like if the Raiders get that number one spot, which they still can, you know, then, then you would play them after a, a victory over the right. Texans or however that falls out. Well, if they don't have the thing locked up, then they should play everybody, you know. Hopefully yeah, they don't have it locked up. They're still not the number yeah. one seed. Uh, they're their number one seed right now, but it's not locked up. It could right. be the Raiders as well. So it goes into the final thing. So and then all we need, really, all we need is a Chiefs loss on us to win, basically, right? That would pump us up to play the Texans, correct? Yeah, that's the only way That's the only way we can move up. We need the Chiefs to lose and us to win, yes, right? the Chiefs yeah. have to lose. Yeah. They're playing the Chargers. Right. Like I said, I wouldn't go too much on them losing to Cleveland. If anything, you know, it's the final game at home. I don't know what their stadium situation is. Well, you, you saw two weeks ago when they played the Raiders, it was like a Raiders home game. They had a pumping crowd noise to their practices for a home game to practice because they knew the Raiders fans were going to be more than their fans. Can you believe that? But this is the last game of the year, right? Yeah, it is. And are they going to be playing in San Diego next year? Yeah, I think so. I don't think they're moving to L.A. until that stadium's done. Okay. But there's no, they're not 100% moving to L.A. yet. I don't think it's done. Right. I think it's still so, up in the air. They, they, they haven't fully committed to that yet. So I guess the point I'm making is that you don't really know how that's going to shake out or go down. They, you know? they really have lost their fan base, though, Yeah. because they stink. There's really, like, not a big fan base there. So, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I think moving to L.A. is a huge mistake because what little fan base you have I don't think is going to follow you there. Yeah, I think you're right. But if the Chiefs were to lose this game to the Chargers, I wouldn't be shocked. I really would. No, I just don't like the way San Diego's been playing the last month. No, they've been playing terrible, but you don't know which team's yeah. going to show up. Like, you can yeah. fill up Rivers throw for four touchdowns and 330 yards and yeah. beat them uh, in a shootout. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can you also throw five? I mean, they should have won lose? yesterday. I mean, the field goal kicker missed yeah. two field goals in the end. Two yeah. chip shots. I mean, can you also throw four picks and lose 28 to 10? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yep. And you can just not show up? Of course. We've seen yeah. that before, too. But you got to punch your chance there and then with this, and that that would really be something else um, if they were yeah. able to go out to the Houston because, you know, they, they, they might well, be I'd, favored I'd in sign that up game. for that right now. Yeah, they might you know, be I know favored. we beat Pittsburgh already this year, but, you know, that's a tough spot to play. That's know? a very tough spot. I mean, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, you know, going out to Pittsburgh would be you – know, what's exciting about this is uh, a lot like the 70s rebirth with the Dolphins, Steelers, and the Raiders. I like that. You yep. know, that's how I grew yep. up. Those are the teams that, you know, so having them all in there. Going out to Pittsburgh is also exciting, you know, for a playoff game. Well, look, we, we, it, we, we played them tough. the first time, right? We pretty much handled the receiving core, right? I mean, then we, again, Roethlisberger, we knocked them out of the game. I forgot about that. Yeah, in the third quarter, quarter we knocked them out, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, that, that this is like I said to you, um, uh, you know, the reason why we shut them down was because of the guy that you don't like. Yes, that was really his birth. Chico? Maxwell. Oh, Maxwell. Maxwell was not playing well. And then if you remember, he played fantastic in that game. He shut down Brown. And, uh, you know, that was basically it. Like, after he did that, he played well for the next few weeks. Arizona, shut that, you know? Right. So he stepped up and really played well. But you're right, we shut down that offense. Roethlisberger got hurt, but he got hurt, like, in the third quarter, I think, you know? And But, you know, we all know, playing there and then playing playoff pitch. Yeah, and, you know, and look, and they, have, they have a superstar running back right now we have to deal with. Yeah, he, he's you fantastic. Know. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, so it doesn't really – it doesn't match up well for us going out there. It'll be an exciting thing, but, you know, I'd rather play them, I guess, than the Baltimore Ravens. But Yeah, uh, well, I would take Pittsburgh. I think we have a shot against Pittsburgh. Baltimore, it's I mean, the way we got blown out there last month to go back there again, I don't think it would be much of a different scenario. No, but the Pittsburgh shot is a puncher's chance. Let's not be silly about it. I, mean, well, I, don't, think, I don't think we have a huge chance to win the game, but I think we have a shot, you know? Yeah. Um 
they still have a lot of weapons, so, you know, if I had yeah, my chance, I'd much rather, you know, get to the Texans scenario. They, they've looked, you know, at times this year, they've looked inept. Yeah. Pittsburgh. It's not the Pittsburgh of old. I mean, there's superstars on that team, but, you know, their defense isn't shut down, and they they have their own problems. They're not a great team. That that whole division's been pretty bad this year. I mean, yeah. you have two inept teams in that division that they had to play twice, you know? You are saving, uh, you know, the like uh, it's it's a playoff Pittsburgh team, which is oh, going to be that. Yeah, no, I, I know. They're I got a you. veteran, veteran team, you know, right. and you know they're a Super Bowl winning team. So you know, just like when people say, "Oh, you beat New England," or you you almost beat them, or yeah, you but do you know, beat there's them. not many guys on that team that won a Super Bowl left. Uh, up in what New England? In Pittsburgh. Yeah, probably not. I mean, but no, there's really not. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Um, you know, the last Super Bowl that they won, anyway, right? Yeah, the last one they won. There's not many guys left. Yeah, I would give you that, but um, I still think that you know, like you know, people talk about New England and all that. You go up to Foxborough when you have to play them in an AFC Championship game. They're a very different team. Oh, that's no question. Right? So yeah, and, and you know, and you know as well as I do, when you play New England in the playoffs in New England, that you have to beat New England, you have to beat the cheating, and you have to beat the referees. So it's a three-edged sword. Yeah, well, they're always you know, up to the result. They're always up to something, and the refs true. are always on their side. True, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, let's not forget. And they, yeah, and the Steelers have that ref thing too. They have the ref thing. They're not a dirty team as far as that goes, as far as cheating, I don't believe. But I think that they always seem oh, to Oh, they have the refs in the bag, though. There's no question about that. Yeah, I you, know. You get, a, you get a close call, and you're, you're done. Yeah, no, it's I... It's not going to go your way on a close call. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's kind of situation where um, it's a tough place, isn't it, for many different Well, they're, they're afraid of the Irish Mafia that they have that on the team. Well. <laughs> it's true, though, you know? They're one of the founding fathers of the NFL, and and everybody's intimidated by the Rooney's. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see how this all plays out, but you know it's nice to have uh, it's nice to have an additional game this year. It really is, and I think a lot of people around the league are taking expect it, and you didn't expect it. You know? No, no. I mean, I, I thought they'd be a lot better than the four wins you gave them, but yeah, I. But not I, a one and four. You didn't think so. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say I didn't After that Tennessee get... game You really were counting on more than four wins uh, I mean, It did look terrible there But you, I mean, you, you had this team being dreadful uh, Which you Oh know... yeah I definitely did And, and I don't think you, if, you, if you replay that Tennessee game I don't think you could find a worse team in the football After that game They, they looked so up that game yeah, they did. But like I told you, but I, I said to you during the year, I could tell when they had changed. I said, this is a different team. I've been watching football my whole life, and I'm telling you, this is a different team. When they clicked, I said, something changed in this team. They're different. They've they've come over the, the hurdle now, and I'm not saying they're winning a Super Bowl. Oh, it's definitely like, a better coach team. There's no question about it. Yeah, you know? and you I see, a, see that. I you see know? a lot of things I, mean, I like. If Philbin was still the coach this year at 1-4, and four, they would have packed it in. Yeah, I agree. And let's not forget, Tony Sperano went from a 1-15 team to 11-5, and and then that team slowly went down. So, you know, we're not at the pro league yet. No, I'm not, you know, I'm not ready to, to have a balloon release anytime soon either, you know. But and, this, and, you know in this league, it's very hard to go, you know, to bring momentum year to year because yeah. you have a lot of personnel changes year to year. You know, it's yeah, very hard are. to keep teams together, and there's, it's, ve- it's very difficult to build on stuff. How many teams have you seen that come out of nowhere to go to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl, and then the next year they're awful? Yeah, it happens a lot. It happened this year as well, I guess you're going to say, right? Well, this, this year is the first year, I think, I think since 2003, where both Super Bowl teams didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, probably right. Seems about right, you know. Um, you know, I think that Geese has done a very good job, you know, and – he, he should be hands down, should be coach of the year in the NFL, right? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> oh, I think he will be. You think he's going to get it? Yeah. Well, uh, I guess who, uh, Jason Garrett? <laughs> I think Garrett. Uh, I think Belichick could get it. Yeah. I, Belichick you know, again? Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, yeah you're probably well, look, right. I think Gaze did a great job, but I don't think they'll give him this. I don't think they'll give him the honor. Yeah. yeah. You're probably right. When does that come out? 
After Who knows? Probably, probably in a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so weird. Voting for Pro Bowl players before the season's over. Well, you know, this is the same league that gave, gave that clown on Tampa Bay the MVP of the Super Bowl late in the fourth quarter. Remember? Yeah, I do remember that. So it was like halfway through the fourth quarter, they're announcing who the MVP is. Yeah, I never seen anything like that in fourth my life. Quarter, yeah. Yeah, and then the other guy intercepted a ball. He should have got the MVP. And yeah, it's Dexter Jackson. <laughs> Absolutely. That was, that was a strange one, how that went down. Dexter Jackson. <laughs> MVP. immortalized, right? Don't even forever. He's forgot about this no. guy in five minutes. Not many people come over with that name. Thanks for joining us on the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I Got the window a long, long moment Then she looked into my eyes She didn't have to say a thing Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.